WFAN, this is Mike Zahn, Francesca on the fan on this Monday, the 14th day of the month of January. Busy day. Uh, we'll get the divisional playoff Sunday and Saturday and what happened as we get ready for what will be a rematch championship Sunday. The teams played this year. One game was 80 points. The other was 83. So the ones and twos and all four teams at home win on divisional playoff weekend. Uh, kind of curbing that trend of the home teams doing well last couple of years, uh, setting up two very contentious, very competitive one versus two matchups. Both teams favored by, uh, both home teams favored by three points, three and a half for the Saints, three for the uh, for the Chiefs. We'll get to all that today. The Jets announced their new head coach. Gaze met the media. wasn't exactly a thrillathon, a thrillathon when uh, when. Uh, all three of them were up there, the general manager, the uh, the uh, chairman, and the new head coach, because they're not exactly three guys you want to get stuck in an elevator with. But be that as it may, we should have both Gaze and McCagnan uh, today. We're expecting that, so we'll chat with both of them. We'll do all the football. I want to begin with one note. This is for all, and I know it's a football day, so this might not even have happened yet on the fan, uh, but I'm sure his passing was noted. Um. For anybody who is a baseball fan in this town, and especially for anybody who considers themselves a longtime Yankee fan, or someone who remembers the 86 Mets, or someone who remembers the great Yankee dynasty of the late 90s, uh, the passing of Mel Stottlemyre is an important thing today. He battled his illness for a very long time, did it valiantly, passes away today at the age of uh, 77. There were two Yankees in modern time who were born at the wrong time. Mel Stoudemire was born just a little too late. He missed the dynasty that would have propelled him to a Hall of Fame career. The other was Donnie Baseball. He was born a little too early. He missed the magical teams of the late 90s uh, that may have propelled him to a Hall of Fame career. Mel Stoudemire came up in the first pennant race that I remember every day. The 1964 pennant race, the last great pennant race of the Yankee dynasty, the aging Yankee dynasty, which was beginning to crumble before our eyes. This was Mantle's last great year. Should have been the MVP. They were in a three-team chase with the Orioles and the White Sox, and they made two pivotal moves down the stretch. One was getting Pedro Ramos in the bullpen, the other one was reaching into their farm system and bringing up a pitcher who went 9 and 3 in his rookie season 9 and 3 and wound up going 1 and 1 in the world series that year and being a very very big figure in the world series that year and one game in 64 stood out to me it was late in the 64 season and every game was big it was against the lowly Senators on a Saturday afternoon, September 26th. And on that date, Mel Stoudemire matched up with a very good pitcher in his own right, a left-hander named Claude Osteen, who even had a winning record for the Senators. And the Yankee lineup, you remember the names like they were yesterday. Linz was at short, Richardson, Maris. Mantle wasn't left because he was already hurting his shoulder. He couldn't play center. Maris was playing center. Mantle was playing left and right. He's playing left this day. Hector Lopez, Elston Howard, Tom Tresh. 
Joe Pepitone, Cletus Boya, and Mel Stoudemire. In that game, Mel Stoudemire not only pitched the Yankees to a 7 nothing victory in Washington, but he pitched a two-hitter and went 5-for-5. Five five. So think about that as a rookie in a pennant race. Pitched a two-hitter and went 5-for-5. Five five. I mean, what young pitcher could have a better day than he had on that day in a game I, I, I still remember. I had them dig out the date. It was September 26th, 1964, against the Senators down in D.C. Mel Stoudemire was a big factor in them winning that year, just holding off Brooks Robinson's Orioles and the White Sox of Peters and Pizarro, who were managed by the KG Al Lopez. And the Yankees went and played that classic seven-game series that they lost to Gibson and the Cardinals, winning, losing that seventh game 7-5 when Gibson went all the way. And you probably figured that this rookie who came up and went 9-3, and three, who showed so much promise, was going to be a fixture as the Yankees continued on their way. Well, the Yankees... And Mel Stoudemire never played in another playoff game. Never pitched in another World Series. Mel Stoudemire lasted 11 years, nine full years, 11 seasons, counting that 9-3 and three season and a half a season that was his 11th season. In between the nine seasons, he averaged 17 wins, averaged about 280 innings a year, pitched 40 shutouts, won 20 games three times, was a perennial all-star on the worst Yankee team you ever saw. He pitched classic game after classic game to no avail because the Yankees were terrible. If he had been born in another era, if he had been born in the 30s, the 40s, the 50s, the 60s, the early 60s, he would have been a legend. He wasn't as a starter. He won more games than he lost. Won 164, lost 139. Led the league in losses a couple times, lost 20 games one year. Pitched well and lost 20 games. His career ERA was under three. Never uttered a complaint. Was the most professional guy you could ever see with the big sinking fastball. Fielded his position, always could hit. Gentleman always. And got very upset with an early Steinbrenner about him having arm troubles, and that took a long time to heal. But it did heal. He was part of the Mets when they had the great pitching staff and they raved about him. He was part of the Yankee Troika with Joe Torre and Don Zimmer, the threesome that became so emblematic of the Yankee greatness of the late 90s. Torre said today, I'm sorry to hear of Mel's passing. He was a role model to all of us and the toughest man I ever met. Sometimes the manager hires a friend to be their coach, but with Mel and with Zim, he was my coach and became a dear friend and someone who became very, very special to me. I send my deepest sympathies to his wife and his boys, as well as the entire Stottlemyer family. I watched, I watched Stottlemyer's whole career. I watched all those Yankee teams. I went to a million games when the Yankees were terrible. I saw Stottlemyer pitch, I can't tell you how many times. And he gave you a big effort every time he pitched. And he never complained when the team behind him stunk. Whether he got beat 2-1 or they made three errors behind him. Or they didn't get a hit. He just went out there and battled and competed. 
I'm telling you, he should have been a Hall of Famer. He was that good. And then he became a great winning pitching coach. And then you saw him handle his disease. We all did. And handle really a tough, tough disease that he battled for a long time before it finally took his life. So he's gone today at the age of 77. And for Met fans, and especially Yankee fans, and for baseball fans everywhere, there's a little sadness today because this was one of the classic gentlemen that the game of baseball produces and someone that was a very important part of the city for a very long time. May he rest in peace. We'll get to football when we come back.